drive safe text win home with your human host josh matthews okay here here it is we are here i am here with mike teal nice to meet you or i've met you i know you hello <laughs> hello um so uh how about how about you give us a background of like what you do and you know the general generalized stuff well what i what i do or what i have done or what i've done in the last two months while everyone's been quarantined there's there's context that we have to like damn you see so did you not come prepared with like a series of questions to ask me or how are we going to do this oh no i actually did but no i i was was, all right yeah (laughs) no uh what was i what what i I meant was like as in like you know what usually um i'm you know what no i'm gonna say what do you let's say what do you do for work and then what do you do you also play in any bands yes and and yes and for work (laughs) for work i primarily do graphic design and marketing for a bunch of different companies and brands and i work i have worked from home full-time for like the last five years so and my wife mo and i work together and in the last like three years, especially in the last like year and a half, we're like 50, 50 partners with like all of our projects being like connected and like stuff that we do together, oh, um, which has been really, which has been really cool because a majority of our work is in the collector car industry. Oh, and, damn, really? uh, yeah. So we work through a marketing firm based in outside of the Phoenix area. Oh wow! And kind of dealing with a bunch of um, with several independent dealerships, and we were originally working for one of the big auction companies in Arizona, like similar similar to Barrett Jackson or Meekum, but not those companies. Are the like a, one of them that's basically just as large as those companies. And oh, um, shit. that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. And so like anything from magazine ads to email templates to social media um and digital ads web banners stuff like that and then there's also like w- within the collector car industry there's like some nonprofits that mainly mo works f- for like and oh. the busier that that gets i'll probably um assist her with that she just kind of like started off with that um where i didn't really know what she was doing i just like it's just something that the marketing firm gave to her as her project but, oh damn! But it's starting to get like very busy and um, very very well. So in in the next few months, I'll probably like work on some of that stuff with her. Um, so it's kind of like like I do a lot of the like intricate Photoshop work for magazine ads that are like the the print ads that you see in like you know I mean Barnes and Nobles and when you used to be able to go to Barnes and Nobles and pick up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, here's the thing is I would do these magazine ads and I had the names of these magazines and I kind of would just submit the ads and we'd invoice them, we'd get paid. And then one day Mo was at Barnes and Nobles in Victorville and she, she was like, oh shit, I just like picked up five of the magazines that we work for. They happened to have them on the shelf. And, um, and that was when it really hit me that I'm like, oh my God, like this ad that I do 
is printed on like 500,000 magazines around oh, the country. Dude, that's and insane. it was like, and then it was sort of like, had I known that going in, I would like double check my work and be afraid to like submit the file and like want to go back <laughs> and do pretty edits and like, yeah. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad that I didn't know that reality going into it. But <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Um, that's, that's, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. So that's like, and a lot of that. Oh, all right. So you've probably noticed that I haven't really posted on social media in like the last six months or anything like that. And like, dude, yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. I was like, because uh, like, I was like, dude, where uh, you haven't been on there, which is insane. So like, yeah. So yeah. Um, so like, which I, I could, there, there's a lot of like really cool ads, especially some of the Photoshop before and after work that I do on these cars where I'm like really, really yeah. proud of. And I've, I very well could post it and like do like the before and after, like, you know, bragging like any creative does on social media. And then there's some of it where we have like non-disclosures where we can't share who we work for oh shit um, and like some of the bigger like very large car companies like yeah they'll they'll send us their actual photos that they use of like new models of cars oh and, wow like, mo has more access to those than i do but it like really hit us that it's like oh shit like we didn't physically sign anything but because the marketing firm that we work for it's just sort of like on a on like um on a word is bond relationship that like anything that we receive from them is like implied that like you just don't share or don't say what you're working on oh dude you know that's like so there's sick. like the trust involved because like the dude that we work for that owns the marketing firm like i met him through like the hardcore scene like touring back in the day like oh, you know wow. and it just sort of like i've had a relationship with him for like you know over 10 years or whatnot and um yeah <laughs> dude, that's, dude that's seriously insane yeah. like and, and it's funny like when i when i asked you if you wanted to come on here and you're like yeah dude and then i was like and then i i literally thought about it, i was like wait dude i haven't seen him i literally was like dude i don't i haven't seen him post anything forever so i was like man i'm glad he's able to come on like <laughs> like that's really no, cool that, yeah well and like there's a lot of it where the fun for me was just like posting, like living in the mountains and living in Wrightwood and posting my daily things with like our daughters and stuff like that. And like, Oh yeah. And, and, or like if I fucking listen to a new record and I'm stoked on the song, like, you know, sharing that my Spotify listen on, on my story, whatever, like, yeah. And then I like towards the tail end of, of 2019, I just kind of got really overwhelmed because we've been nonstop for like three years. And, um, and we haven't been able to take any breaks. And we've like, there were times where we were like really financially struggling. And like a lot of me playing in a bunch of bands and doing music was a distraction from that because I didn't know how to step away from work. Oh, okay. And it yeah. was like, my, you know, my wife, she'd be like, like when I'd get an offer to play, fill in for a band or whatnot, she'd be like, fucking go. Like, take your laptop with you. Just do it. You need to get out of the house. You need to go do something. And oh, that's so funny. towards the tail end of 2019, we were starting to pick up financially where things felt a little comfortable. Okay. And we, and we put away to like, finally, like, Hey, 2020, we're going to like do at least two vacations. Maybe one of them being a road trip, maybe like work from the road for a couple of weeks, take our daughters with us and like 
do some fun shit, stay in hotels and camp and whatever. Oh, that's and uh, and it was like this last two two months has happened. <laughs> yeah, and and so there, I'll, I'll, there's been like this whole other mindset that I'm in right now that I'll get into maybe in a little bit. But like, yeah, um, but like I, I told Mo at the end of 2019, I was like, I think I'm gonna fucking just delete Instagram or stop using Twitter or, or like. Definitely, like, first thing I did was just remove Facebook from my phone, and that's been oh, cool. Yeah. I'm, st- I'm still logged in on my desktop because mm-hmm. there's some, like, work stuff where we need to, like, still be connected. Yeah. But I was in the habit of, like, scrolling, 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 you know, being on Instagram for three hours a day, you know, like, and not even exactly. realizing that, you know, and that, that there's, like, a lot of time wasted. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Um. So I don't know why I what clicked where i just didn't want to share i think the first week went by where i was like oh i haven't posted anything in a week and i get like that freak out like oh my god i gotta post something <laughs> and yeah. then two weeks two weeks goes by and i was like hey this feels kind of good Dude. and then like a, a month goes by and then like it was funny because like at the beginning beginning of march we f- i flew up to portland to like r- write and do some jam- a demo stuff with dying for it and like we played a show oh shit. and like when I'm away from work on, especially on a weekend and with friends, like that's the time when you really start posting shit. Exactly. I didn't pull out my phone once because I was so in the moment hanging out with friends and having conversation and really like absorbing and enjoying that. Where like now I just a few days ago actually deleted Twitter and Instagram from my phone and like, I don't miss it. And like, there's still the temptation. I'm like, oh God, maybe I should have Mo like log into my Instagram account because <laughs> I would get like DMs and some of it would be work related. Yeah. And then a part of me is just like, fucking, I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. And like, like, it's funny. Like, I, I, I know what you mean. Like, it's, it's a very <laughs> freeing feeling. Like, like I, I, I need to delete Twitter because I fucking hate it. But like Instagram is the one thing that I definitely do still like a lot. Like it's, I feel like it's the most... I don't know, like the most non-negative thing that you can have. Like Facebook's just literally like fucking like cat videos and like, like <laughs> I look like at cat this videos. I, can, <laughs> I can watch cat stuff all day, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I apologize. That was, I I meant dog videos, dude. Oh, oh yeah, dogs, fuck dogs. Yeah, fuck dogs. No. Fuck dogs dude. That's what I meant. <laughs> but like, I like uh, funny. Do- okay, have you seen the funny dog videos where it's like an owner will set up a bunch of stuff in a hallway? And like they'll have the cat walk through it, and the cat is like super graceful and like doesn't knock anything down. And then they'll call the dog, and the dog like pff, runs around the corner and like <laughs> knocks shit over. I'm like, you know, like, <laughs> dude, no, but that sounds amazing. Those are the those are my favorite, dude. Like, dot, yeah. <laughs> dude see, like that shit that shit sounds funny like that sounds like it would be like funny and like interesting to watch but like oh, most yeah. of the time it's like some stupid little video that like or like tiktok like i fucking hate that shit and um, like and i, I keep seeing it i'm like <laughs> dude like th- what the fuck you're wasting time on here like well it- do you follow the uh animals doing things or like the dogs doing things like those those instagram accounts no, because I, I, I know a lot of people do it just like I, like I'm almost like an I don't like animals like I like I like the dogs I have. But other than that, I'm like, yeah, I no, I don't I don't want to see anymore. <laughs> like they're cute and all. But like, I'm just like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm down for not animals. <laughs> 
dude animals doing things that's my favorite instagram account <laughs> <laughs> i love it I lo- there's all kinds of different animals just doing funny things and like yeah <laughs> when i <laughs> when i see some bullshit on the news and then i picked up my phone and would look at animals doing things i just all of a sudden i'm not bummed anymore <laughs> dude and, and like see right there like that's exactly like why like i do respect those accounts in that way it's because like it like if it, honestly if i were to like start following that i know i'd probably be like okay this shit's fucking like funny like i will okay i'm gonna watch this now and like yeah. i'm pretty sure riley follows a bunch of those because he's a huge huge animal lover and like and i'm pretty sure he said actually no he has sent us videos from those channels like so yeah i totally know what you mean <laughs> one of the um one of the last posts that i saw was um i saw your son atticus like walk running around the backyard with a bass guitar in his hands oh dude dude yeah. That was, was like the cutest. That was awesome. I like that. Yeah. Dude, it was so sick because especially if you watch at the very beginning, the day before we had seen this, I don't know what the fuck it was. It was like a big ass bee. Like it was, it was huge. And like, and then of course, a couple days later, we, I hear about like what the like death hornets or whatever the fuck they are. Sure. And, and then I'm like, Oh shit. Was that, but like right at the beginning of that video, he starts strumming and then he goes, hey there's that bee and i look and i physically get scared and you can kind of see the camera shake and he just like smirks at me and is like haha i got you and i'm like dude what the fuck that's so awesome and then yeah he just started uh just started playing more (laughs) that's all does he um does he know how to like play notes and strum like or is he just flailing around he's just flailing around but honestly dude, it's it's been really sick recently like he has been like wanting to sit down at my drums and like dude randomly dude he's been playing and i i started to show him like that 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 simple beat where it's like kick on one and it's just hi-hat the whole time and then snare on three and then he'll just play it but like he's playing in like three four and i'm and like he's like in time and i'm like dude what the fuck this is so cool and like and he's been taking a, 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 a huge liking to like the, like just the guitar and bass, like a cor- a, a, a cor- of course, not like playing notes, but he's just like strumming them. And to me, that's the best thing ever. Like, I'm stoked that he's actually picking them up. I think him being around you and your brother, you know, with that musical influence, it's definitely going to rub off. Like, um, so one thing I've done with my time is learn how to use GarageBand. Oh, nice. And um, before I had an an interface, yeah, I just learned how to like set set the keyboard so I can do like basic like piano notes and like chords and um and uh, drum beats. And so yeah. so I learned, you know, I'm so stupid when it comes to recording and tracking, and it's like always been a thing that like I've been reluctant to try to learn and. Yeah it's been awesome to be able to like do basic editing and like, you know, be able to do multiple tracks and like, um, and then, so I've recently, I recently got just the bottom of the line interface and some like some monitors. Yeah. Um, and it's been cool to like teach myself. Like I'm in, in no way. Well, and the funny thing is like, I, I like what I'm more excited about is So like today I ordered like a microphone and a, and a desk stand and like, a thing for like our youngest daughter, Avery, like she just likes making up little silly songs, you know, like she'll make up silly songs about our cats or about like 
what she sees outside and stuff like that. And, and like I, my motivation to recording is like, Hey, I want to record her voice doing one of these songs or several of these little songs and like try to put notes and beats to it and let her hear <laughs> back. Like, Hey, here's what your, what your singing could sound like with music behind it, you know? And like, and that being like a motivator for me to learn recording versus for any kind of band that I play in or anything like that. Oh, dude, um, that's cool. Like, yeah. And I hope I get good at it enough that I'm comfortable to like track my own shit and be like, hey, let me use this to songs and like share it, share it with people. But like for the time being, I'm just really happy like learning it for myself because despite my job being what people would call like a creative job, yeah. to me, it's to me, it's like such clockwork and it's working for other people. And a lot of it's not fun, creative shit that yeah. like that like this thing with like learning how to record the basic stuff like this is now me finally being able to have a creative outlet that's um, awesome yeah or at least it feels that way and like without the like without the whole fomo of like oh i should be going out and hanging out with my friends or go to a show or whatever it's like well mm -hmm. no now i'm you know i've been in my house for two months and i've actually not gone to any stores or anything like that like I'm so isolated anyways and so used to being home that like yeah to me it's like dude I started my truck three days ago for the first time in like a month and a half <laughs> like dude. like no no joke like I hadn't gone anywhere like yeah dude yeah. I mean I and well well like on on the on like the whole world thank you you know what I mean like I mean everyone's still going out and doing all this other shit and like and like yeah, I know how you feel. Like, I don't like going out. Like, whenever we need food, like, Danny and his girlfriend will just go to the store and buy a fuck ton of food, and then we're good for, like, a good, like, month. And Yeah, yeah. And so, like, and plus, like, I have, like, such a shitty immune system, so I'm, like, afraid. Like, and I'm like, no, you know what? I don't, I don't want to attempt to even, like, like, go out and, like, breathe real air. Like, synthetic air is fine for me, man. Well, do you still have an addiction to ice cream? <laughs> Dude, I do. And it's. <laughs> Dude, I definitely, I definitely do. It sucks because like. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's so awesome. Um, um, like I do because like Danny went out and bought like a lot of ice cream and the, or not a lot of ice cream, just a lot of food. Sorry. But I see I got ice cream on the head now. Uh, yeah, but yeah. like, uh. So he goes, he goes out and he goes, yo, I bought you some ice cream. And I was like, fuck yeah. And like, I ate it in two days, like a whole carton by myself. Like, and like, and, and after that, I was like, fuck, I can't go out and just buy ice cream right now. I have to like, like wait until Danny goes. And this fucking sucks because I was like, dude, I'm like, I need it. <laughs> and like, it, <laughs> it fucking blows. And then like, I, and I, I know I shouldn't be eating that much, but like, I'm going to die happy, you know? Well, I'm curious if, if that, if like eating ice cream, like has lowered your immune system or if it's like bad for you <laughs> in that way, or if, if there's, I mean, a lot of sugar and like a lot yeah, of, <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. Like, it, like, especially like the stupid flavors I eat, like, well, like, like one of my, the best ones is from target and it's, uh, mint cookies and cream. It's fucking unreal. And like that, first of all, like mint, it's, it's probably regular ice cream with like mint extract and all this bullshit pull it pulled on it and then like some fake cookies they throw in there and it's amazing oh, but, but the but thing is it's like, probably yeah that sounds like the best of both worlds yeah. exactly yeah. dude so like i'm dying like and like i'm stoked on it but like <laughs> like <laughs> so i've been 
I've been on a kick lately where I just like plain vanilla ice cream and like, and different ones like the French vanilla ice cream, the fucking Stater Brothers French vanilla ice cream, yes. the vanilla bean vanilla. And I'm like, dude, like vanilla is such an underrated flavor. It, it it is like and and it it seriously is because like when people say like yo that's so like vanilla like for anything like <laughs> video games or whatever it's like yo you know how good vanilla actually is like you, you shut up and like go to go to Stater Brothers go to Target go to all these other places get their brands and see how much better one one of them is and like dude no that's such a <laughs> that's so perfect man like it's it's nice to just go back to simple yeah you know, like if. And I think, I think like if you could put that in context of music, like let's say, let's say you get to a point where there's like a super tech band, like, I don't know, could you name like, what's the most tech band that you might listen to? Um, that I, damn, you, okay. Well, uh, at this point, like, uh, like Dillinger Escape Plan, like, oh yeah. Okay. Very, yes. Yeah. 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 Very, very. Yeah. So what would be the opposite of <laughs> Dillinger Escape Plan? Like in terms oh. of symbol? The white stripes. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> like that very, very stripped down, two piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, um, but arguably both are 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 equally good. Exactly. Uh, I yeah. Mean, like that, for their like... for their own for their own reasons, I guess. Like exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I I personally don't listen or like. Well, you know what? I do. I do think Jack White has a good outlook. Um, there's there's a documentary. I don't know if you've seen it. It's with Jack White, Edge from U2, and um, Jimmy Page. No. And the the three of them interview each other. So it's um, Jimmy Page from like the Led Zeppelin classic rock, just traditional like Les Paul guitar and a Marshall amp, loud noise. <laughs> Hell um, yeah. You know, I mean, the fucking dude wrote Stairway to Heaven. Like he, you know, he's he's. He's it's got amazing. some very good pieces of music behind underneath him, you know. Oh hell yeah! Then then there's the Edge who relies on um on um samples and pe and pedal board program stuff for for his tones. Hell yeah! And then there's Jack White who tries to play the cheapest, shittiest sounding guitars and make them sound <laughs> to his to his liking, you know, exactly. like like and and it's really really cool when the three of them talk about the different dynamics in like in their approach to songwriting it's i would i would highly recommend watching it um damn yeah i don't, I don't know i don't know what it's called but if you look up those three musicians you'll find it like yeah no i'm definitely yeah. gonna look that up that sounds fucking that sounds really cool super cool yeah it's good it's good worth worth watching yeah hell yeah dude that, that oh dude, dude. and Dillinger, so not dillinger escape plan fucking billy reimer uh, he's in that band end now okay it's so with, like the dude from Counterparts and Reign Supreme and Misery Signals. Yeah, um, like is yeah. he so he is he actually in it? He's a drummer now. Yeah, like they released a single a couple weeks ago. Um I love Billy Reimer's drumming in Dylan's yes. Escape Plan. Yeah. But um he I couldn't really hear that in End oh, okay. so much. But um I just like I think it's cool. Like it it, I, yeah, yeah. I'm now. I'm going to be more interested in that band when when they put out stuff. And like Jay from Rain Supreme, I kept in touch with him after you know throughout the years. And like, but him being in another band doesn't necessarily catch my interest. No, no yeah, yeah. disrespect to him, but like, um, but uh, 
yeah, it's it's pretty cool. To, it, music is kind of weird now because I I'm kind of like it's, it's such a standstill that I don't really I'm not really like taking new release stuff so seriously. I, I guess because okay, it's yeah. like well, because it sort of feels like when is it going to be back to normal again when shows are happening and we're not going to worry about things being canceled and or social distancing and or do we have to wear a mask when we go to a show now or like things like just those little concerns where it's like yeah it used to just be something so free form and and impromptu and fun that you just did yeah that dude. like it's changed my perspective on even whether i want to participate in live music just because it's one less thing to worry about Dude. If I fucking mind my own business and just keep doing what I'd normally do day to day. Yeah. And like, and, and trust me, like, I know I've, I've definitely thought about that. Like it, it, like I will, I've never thought about like, like stopping sadly. Like, like I, I always think like, well, if say if we were to get offered a show, I'm going to be like, no, like I have, like, I live with my dad and he's turning 70 this year and I have a mm. five-year-old son and I'm not going to like, jeopardize their lives because i just want to go play to like 10 kids in a fucking backyard and it's like like i want to play a show so goddamn bad but like i'm not gonna like risk it or anything like i i, I don't know man like i i want to but like i totally get where you're coming from like it's like yo i i i don't need to technically do this this isn't my job like i can i can go without it like i guess yes it may suck but the thing is like I don't need to actually do it. So like, aside from the bands and musicians in our immediate network who, yeah. you know, perhaps might've had small tours and things like that. Do you know anyone who like makes their living um, either working crew or the band that they're in that no. like needed it this year? No, dude, like that, that uh, honestly, it, it's so weird. Like, <laughs> I've been I've I've been playing like like music for like a good like five years like with just with this cell damage and like and and like honestly dude I like I'm I guess I'm I'm the drummer I'm the back no one talks to me and like like I don't really know that many people like so like yeah, yeah like that question right there is like when anyone says like something like that I'm like no dude all my friends are like probably at home hanging out recording like on their home shit like just because that's what they do like i like i never i'm I'm not to that level of like oh yeah like yeah you know my buddy keith from every time i die uh yeah he's no like 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 that's that's to me that's mind-boggling that people people can actually do that as a job which is insanely cool but like no i yeah, yeah i definitely don't know anyone like that from there's like there's several um like a handful of people that i directly know who yeah. like have like large promotion companies like very very large promotion companies that are like you know losing hundreds of thousands of dollars if not millions and like and then a couple of friends that work crew for like very very large acts where their their sole income came from you know touring six Damn. to ten months out of the year who like where it like that is the that's what f fucking sucks and then and then those who work um with the merchandise companies that were re reliant on not where they know that they sell most from live stuff versus merch stores online 
exactly um where like their their merch stores have taken a hit and so it's that's what like dude it's like i feel like my threshold for empathy Mm -hmm. was hit when i when i reflected on like god damn it like i'm comfortable and doing well ironically these last four to six months in a situ in a time in a scenario when everyone around me is struggling in one way or another and there's like and it fucking sucks because at the times like a couple years ago when when everyone around me was doing really well like there were times where i was really struggling and it like and i and it's sort of like there's a there's a dissonance or there's like a weird feeling that i have where i have to just sort of like shut it out and focus on on myself because like we didn't get any we don't have any unemployment we don't have any 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 um of the stimulus or anything like that but what we do have is we have to pay the irs like eight grand in the next couple months <laughs> what the fuck? and because of like because of our taxes you know like and um and and like that is um we know we normally expect to pay a lot in taxes but we typically do it during the year prior we'll pay like every quarter a little bit or okay. you know and so then we don't get hit with this big a bill but like last year we kind of weren't able to like make payments because a lot of those payments were used for like bills and house payment and and stuff with our kids you know yeah yeah of course. um so we're fortunate right now that like work is flowing work hasn't work has just kind of gotten busier for us just in the nature of the industry that we work in yeah but but like when the economy starts to pick up again you know then the when the tide turns in like a year or two and and think (laughs) people are doing okay we aren't guaranteed that we're still going to have contracts with people or 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 what we're currently doing right now because you know it sucks it, that's the shitty part about working for yourself is like that there's when things when things are feeling great you just got to plan for that rainy day or month you know damn no yeah. exactly yeah. dude that like that 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 idea is very daunting and like i would like i don't know i would feel like oh shit but like but i i i guess since like you're in that like in that mindset do you feel like you've like since you've been working for yourself for like like you said like five years right over five years now over yeah sorry i am over five like uh um like do you feel like you've like adapted to that very like pretty well or do you feel like you're still adapting to it um yes and no okay i well, then that's the thing that's so different about what everyone is experiencing in these last couple months. Yeah. Where it's like, had this stuff not happened, I feel like there finally would have been the comfort in like, hell yeah, we could take a couple vacations this year, or like start building up our savings account again. And like, financially, we very well are in that place to like do that at the moment. But yeah who knows how things are going to be six months or a year from now or two years from now, you know, like, so, so it's like, so we're, we're now in the mindset of like, of maybe it's kind of a good thing that we're not going out to restaurants twice a week and like spending like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars 
a month on entertainment when when like <laughs> the, we can just now we can focus on putting that into um, savings and investments and things that like we have to like still afford to be able to like work for ourselves oh dude because like because yeah. there's like there's like there's definitely like monthly expenses that we have at a minimum where we we have to like pay to work for ourselves with like um subscriptions and streaming services and things that we use for work related stuff you know oh damn um, yeah but uh yeah i don't know <laughs> it's <laughs> I, I i you know what man like and that's the thing that sucks is because i hear everyone's real concern with their employers and not knowing when they can go back to work and not knowing. I mean, then like those who have gotten unemployment, they're like fucking cool for like the four months of where they're not going to be like penalized for their unemployment. Yeah. Like, right. Like I know I heard that you just like had quit your job. Yeah. Yeah. Just and because. Yeah. Did that like when you were you able to get unemployment? Yeah. Which is which is strange because like I, I didn't think I was going to just because I've always heard that you have to get like fired to get it. And um, I've heard a lot of people have had a lot of trouble getting it. And I, like, mm -hmm. literally I logged on, I did it and I got it. Like, like, like I got like saying like, yo, you have unemployment the next day. And then within like the next two weeks, I got paid like the money. And then, and then I also got like the stimulus and everything. So I was very confused on like, why it was so hard but because mine was just like yeah you got it that's there you go and so yeah uh yeah it was i don't, I don't get it man so with now what has that done for you w one uh -huh. you now aren't having to fucking worry about clocking in clocking out being taken up eight hours of your day 40 hours a week at a job and like and you can have that sense of cool i'm getting unemployment and and you've you've redirected that focus to like now you're you invested in like screen printing gear and you're like trying to build that up with, yeah yeah during this time which is like fucking perfect man like like you have the comfort of having an income and the time to start a new trade so yeah. like so what has it done to your mental state during this period of time with with the things that i just pointed out on it honestly like it's it, it's 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 really really cool like i, I at first i was like pretty like terrified because like i hate the idea of not having a job i remember when i uh went on tour with ursula like i quit the, uh like or i got fired right before because they did they, they were like yo you can't take that much time off and i was like okay well i i i need it and then they just said like well you can't anyways i got fired and then i did that and i was terrified because i came back with no job and i was had jobless for a month and like i i save pretty well but it, it terrified me and like once i quit here i was like okay i have it i have i have quite a bit of money saved up i hope i can get unemployment and uh i feel like i can like i can like get by like like if i spend like frugally which i honestly do i don't really like buying a bunch of shit but then once i got an unemployment i was like like the whole screen printing thing i was like i've i think that would be kind of fun to do and like it's just an idea and i honestly my dad and i built my first little like screen printing thing that i did our for uh, a first whole run with and it turned out pretty well and i was like holy shit that wasn't crazy hard it's still very hard and has a lot of variables but uh after after like after getting like a like a little like screen setup and everything like i was like 
okay. And like, so I'm not as stressed out because I know I have that income coming in and I know that possibly by the end of this or whenever it's going to end or whatever, I'm slowly getting better and better at what I'm doing. So I feel like if people, I don't know if, I don't know. It just, it's, I'm not as stressed as I thought I would be. And I'm super stoked on that. Like I didn't, I thought I was going to be like, Oh fuck, I got to get do this, this, this. And I'm like, no, I'm like calm. My dad's like, yeah, like I understand why you did what you did like to quit and it makes sense. So it's cool. And now I don't have to put the stress on my dad of watching Atticus, which is even better. And mm. I get to spend so much more time with him. And so to me, I feel like it, it was like almost a blessing and gave me like, like a whole new lease on life to like try something for once and not have to be that person that clocks in and out. You know what I mean? Awesome. And that's the, that's the things that like for my friends that, that I know were all of a sudden not working. Yeah. My mind is so independent that I forget that like unemployment is available. And then yeah. it's like, Oh yeah fucking of course if they're gonna stop they're not gonna work they'll get unemployment super easy and like the ones that were you know and so like so then I, f I forget what that feels like and so then it makes me feel like oh shit like my mindset and my perspective is in, is so far in a different on a different way mm -hmm. that i it's it's i can't relate in that in in the, in the same way um but and i and i do know what it feels like to be on an unemployment because about like a four years ago we hit a lull for several months and it was like oh shit this goes on for two more months like i'm gonna fucking pick another career if i'm gonna do you know Damn. and and um and then i just so happened to be eligible for unemployment and i was on it for for several months i want to mm -hmm. say at least six months and and i freelance started picking up during those six months and i was dodging my like you know not not saying that i was earning any income during that period of time <laughs> of course you know what i mean like oh, of course um um the outcome of that was we got really serious in okay let's claim every job no cash anything most started taking control of all of our finances we got on, on like a quickbook system I like couldn't I could like and it was like the the goal from that was like even if you get cash don't fucking hide the cash let me know how much you made and we'll still claim it appropriately because watch one day we're gonna need it for a loan if we ever move and oh, like okay. so you know a few years later I was banking on oh yeah because at the time I was still teaching part-time at Victor Valley College and like um and I and and like I assumed that that was gonna one day just be my full time thing. Like, all right, cool. I'm I'm gonna get to where I'm like priority as a as a college instructor. And then once I'm priority, then I can eventually be tenured as like a full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and I kind of treated freelance like it wasn't so serious. Um, and then the and then some shit happened at the college where I lost that job, you know. And um, but that year I was able to use the um the taxes from that for like a loan and the yeah. person that helped us with our loan was like hey like 
I don't know if you realize, but like your freelance stuff is doing so well that I'm not even going to use your college income as like anything. Like I'm, I'm banking on your freelance stuff right now. Cause that's, cause like your, your, um, your business, your, your business taxes that you, that you guys have filed is, is much more credibility for you to like apply for a loan or whatever we needed to do at the time. And then like a year after that, it was even better. And that's when we like moved to Wrightwood. Dude. Um, and it, and it was like like oh dude let's just try to get out of Victorville and um and do something where we're like on our own little mountain like no pun you know but like yeah. <laughs> like like where we could like collect our thoughts and be like okay shit now that we're out of this environment and in this community of the high desert like we can focus on like hey if an employer says I need you to move across the country or I need you to move out of state like we would be willing to like up and leave you know within a month yeah. or so and yeah. that's how our mindset is now where we're like um like in in fact like six months ago to about six months ago mo and i were seriously talking about moving to arizona and and then we got some stuff happened with the marketing firm that we work for where we recognize that our remote work situation is so functional that like why try to fuck that up yeah. Okay. And the one thing that is a trip is those who I know who their jobs have now been now are remote work. They're they had to scramble to like learn how to work from home. And then especially if they have kids, learn to work with their kids in the picture. And like and like for Mo and I, it was just seamless. The difficult mm, thing awesome. for us has been homeschooling Adriana. Oh, dude! Trying to keep her attention. I wanted to ask you with Atticus. He's he's about to go into first grade, right? Yeah, he's he's yeah he's technically currently in kindergarten. Yeah. So so what's your um, what's your homeschooling? How has that been with you for you? Honestly, it it, it's it sucks because uh, for the fact that I know he knows his shit. Like he knows he knows how to do all. Like he knows how to count. He knows how to read. He, He well kind of he's getting better and better but like he doesn't focus because he he knows i'm dad and like and he he knows like well i could just go like fucking go play with my toys right now like and like like there's times where i'm like he just spelled a word and then it comes back up in the sentence to spell it again and he's like i don't know how and i'm like you just you just spelled it though and he was like i don't know how and i'm like wait a minute like I, and I feel like if it were his teacher, he would easily do it because he knows wow. that some it, it's technically in a way like a stranger, like saying like, yo, like you need to do this. Like I am in charge of you. And like dad, like me, and I like he's someone I play with all the time. And yeah. so it's it's pretty it's difficult. Like and like but the thing is, once we get on a roll, he's like killing it. And I'm like, yes, dude, this is fucking cool. Like, thank you. Like. Like, like I knew you knew know this, and I always tell him like, "Yo, I'm proud of you." Like, this is super cool. Like, I know you. I knew you knew all of this. It just you need to apply yourself, and I feel like he's actually not applying yourself, like himself, to the work because I'm teaching it. I think like what what you just shared right now um, of you know he just knows me as dad, and dad play we we play, and that's all we do, and we have fun, and like like I think that that's the part of it that parents across the country are having to deal with um, yeah. who aren't who aren't used to homeschooling um, and in, in Wrightwood there's several families that have always homeschooled okay 
And they're the ones I've, one of the dads, I like see him on the trail that I run. Um, okay. And I ran into him like last week and, and he ironically, um, he, he coincidentally also does like similar kind of like marketing and graphic design stuff with him and his wife. And like, oh, um, cool. they, uh, I was asking him first, like, how's business for you? And like, they, they were, they're, they've struggling, but like where they're not struggling is the homeschooling part because they've already had adapted to that for, for years, you know? Damn. That's um, awesome. Uh, I don't know. Uh, man, I was like so looking forward to like because Avery is about to start preschool. Yeah. And Adriana's been in school all day, you know, th- up until this 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 uh pandemic. And like um we've a- Avery is really good with she's she's gonna turn four in a few days. Oh cool. new new remember new baby? Yeah, well new baby. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Wow, that's four. insane. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, new baby four <laughs> in a few days. Yeah. So um um and but the thing is with her is like she she's taught herself ABCs from the iPad games that she has. Whoa. And she's used to us to Mo and I being on calls all morning when Adriana's at school. Yeah. So so Avery you give her the, the iPad in a corner of the room and she doesn't want to be bothered and she's not going to bother us. And so she's used to like us working. Whereas I've, where I've heard from other parents who all of a sudden are remote working where their kids like, and they'll, they'll purposely be like, you you know, like kids that just are annoying, you know, like they want, they want the attention, you know? Yeah. And, uh, um, the, the one thing, the learning curve for us is like now Adrian and Avery being home all day in their own space is like they tend to fight with each other and things like that. They're like, um, but like anyone, when we talk to clients, they're now it's okay if there's kids in the background. Like before, yep. if, we, if our phones rang, we'd be like, go in the other room. I, you know, like <laughs> either either one of us, you know, like Mo would like slam the bedroom door and like she'd be on a call or like I would, you know, I have separate office kind of thing you know and now it's like oh, if kids are in the background it's like clients are are, are expecting to hear kids in the background exactly you know? yeah, yeah that's definitely. that's been that's been kind of nice with that but what i was getting at is i was like oh hell yeah like avery's about to start preschool and then mo and i were just thinking like you mean five days a week there's going to be this four hour window where there's not going to be kids in the house like <laughs> we could fucking go do anything like and that was going to be like holy shit like we've never experienced that in our relationship since we've had kids that like that was going to be oh like oh my god like we can actually go to like on a brunch date or like yeah yeah or go on a fucking hike or something by ourselves you know i'm like so i'm not complaining (laughs) no no of course yeah but i was looking forward to that (laughs) well yeah i mean i mean yeah you can it's 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 a double-edged sword it's kind of like oh shit are they listening but like it's like it's of course every every parent like like i feel like it's it's when i thought of parents before i was a father like i thought like oh man like if I were to say anything against my kid, I would feel so bad just because like, holy fuck, like I have to be there. Like they're always there. And then, and then when you have a kid, it's like, 
yo, I need some time to chill. Like, like, like this is it. I, I don't, ha- of course, like you have to be present and stuff, but you know what I mean? Like there's like you, you need some downtime for yourself. So that's like where you can hand off your kid to your parents or your grandparents or something. So you can actually have time to think in your own head and not have to think for another person for like, like an hour. Right. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. So are you ready to ask me whatever questions that you've <laughs> dude, started? That, that, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, but no, like, and, no, and honestly, like, it's funny. Like, I, I wanted to, like, I've been wanting to ask you because I've been, I've been thinking of it a, a lot. Like, like, what bands do, do you currently play in right now? Well... Currently, I guess just Noble Bones and dying for it, but okay. like, but it's like I haven't had the mental capacity to think about music with other bands in the last, like, especially like in the last month. Yeah. So oh, like, definitely. you know, and so I don't know how I don't know how you. I don't know if it's is it easy for you and your brother to like keep the conversation going with like cell damage and like writing and song ideas. And is that, are you guys motivated to write during this time? Yeah. Like, like, dude, honestly, I, I, I wrote and recorded drums and sent them to Nick to get mixed already. Like, like I, because like, like Riley had this idea. He was like, yo, just like, let's get two songs. And I was like, okay. And like literally the next day I was like, okay, I wrote, I wrote and recorded two songs here, write guitar to him. And he's like, fuck i got work i'm busy as fuck and i'm like okay well then yeah. when you're when you're done like write these because i want to be that band that also because like it me like ever since i started playing music i cannot stop and like i constantly want to write like and then after the fact that i recorded those i thought of two more songs and i recorded videos of them and like i'm like fuck i wish i could have recorded those two at the same time and mm-hmm. So yeah, with and then Danny, like as soon as I recorded those drums, since uh, Riley had been very busy, I recorded guitar and bass to them also. And uh, because I I've been trying to play guitar more because I just love the idea of guitar and I want to try. And um, so I recorded them, and Danny was like, "Oh, those actually sound really solid." And Riley even was m- might use some of the parts I I wrote and like, um, but yeah, like I'm constantly like trying like trying to write no matter what like if 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 i'm thinking of something i'm like oh well that could be a cool riff and like so yeah and then danny thought of lyrics for these two new songs already and so yeah like the dialogue is still open for cell damage and like especially with me i'm kind of like a i feel like people would hate to be in a band with me (laughs) like like just because like like I'm I'm yeah I'm very happy and positive and always like yeah what's up awesome whatever and like but like when it comes to music I I love the writing process and I love figuring things out and like I know that could probably get intimidating when like I'm like okay no let's do this part over and over and over and over and it's like dude that sounded cool so yeah I'm I'm definitely still constantly writing cool yeah for um one thing the, what, that I've, I've felt like this last two months of being home that I haven't had the time for yeah, is to like really focus on, on time with our daughters and like, and, and 
introducing like music in the house that like we listen to as a family, like, which I, I kind of would do like with the like Bluetooth speaker over the sink while I'm washing dishes and shit like that. But like, we actually invested in like a nice record player and like, Oh, cool. Um, and like have, have made a conscious effort to like the, the records that we purchase are ones that like we listen to as a family with, with the, um, exception of the new cattle decapitation because i fucking <laughs> i'm kind of like really into that band right now and, I, and so i bought that record but like um <laughs> um but no like so i recently just got like a bunch of like classic rock and jazz and like motown albums and oh, cool and it's been like and and like more like and like 80s like new wave stuff and like okay and it's been cool to like listen to those sounds in the living room just as background music like throughout the day while we're working and it not being intrusive or offensive or loud music you know it just and and what it's done for me is i've like the other week we um i was straight up listening to a uh diana ross and the supremes record that we oh wow you know yeah and and i was like I thought that I knew all those songs just from songs that you hear, you know, on movies, on commercials, on whatever. You know? Exactly. Like, yeah. And but then there's there's sounds that I didn't realize that were being played in those songs, like the like the overall baseline driving the groove of those songs, and like and and it shaping like now when I pick up my bass, I'm like with the um, interface, I'm like I'm doing these little baseline jingles with like three bass tracks and i'm like holy shit i've never wrote most multiple bass tracks in a song before but it's like but it's kind of like opening up my ears to um to thinking as a songwriter like in non-genre specific ways okay yeah Um, that makes sense and uh so there's only been like a few like new hardcore albums that i'm stoked on like i like the new drain i like the new riding out and like but for the most part i haven't taken the time to like really listen to hardcore like i like i have over the years and like yeah i'm i'm putting that energy into like listening to music that i've never really given a chance um That's cool um yeah it's been like really cool man like i don't know if you're familiar with like Joni mitchell or carly simon or any of like like these folk singers from like the 60s i know of Joni um, mitchell. that's it or like or like bob dylan or old eric clapton or okay Um, yeah like and and those are like some of the records that we also got where like again i'm like appreciating these sounds in like a whole different way like where where i like some of them when i'm like oh i remember my dad used to listen to this when i was a kid i remember you know like and um yeah but like but being like like now that i'm listening to music for myself and playing music for myself like like in taking a break from thinking about bands yeah, like thinking about playing in bands, like that's for the moment, like taking the putting a hitting the pause button on that, just being yeah. like, yeah, dude, it's been like it's been really really refreshing. Dude, um, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, dude, like it's funny that you bring that, like saying like like just like technically just listening to the music that normally I guess like you like how you said like t- cattle decapitation, like that's something that like maybe in the past you would have like wanted to put on, but like 
no kid wants to hear that in a way like but like (laughs) like what's cool is that like would my dad's like in the kitchen doing like whatever he'll he's been he we have a like one of those google homes so it's like hooked up to a spotify and all this stuff and he's he's been using it a lot lately and like i knew i knew the like some of the bands he would listen to but he's been listening to like the eagles a lot and uh and then bob seger is his all-time favorite band and or like artists and band, I guess. And uh, like what other, like, and then he also listens like Sheena Easton and all this stuff. And like, whenever like I listen to it, it's like, holy fuck. Like this music is awesome. So I know what you mean. Like it's, 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 it's kind of like a freeing feeling to know that like you can, you don't have to listen to hardcore, like, like in a way, like you, you can, you can listen to like this classic stuff and it's still fucking sounds amazing and feels equally as good as it did when they wrote it and yeah it's cool or to pull to pull influences to pull sounds from yes other styles and incorporate them into if you know if you're inspired to write for your band you know like like pulling i mean fucking bob seeger there's some riffs in that shit you know oh, like that like yeah. like you know, I mean, that definitely exceeds <laughs> Riley's talent. Like, no disrespect, <laughs> homie, you know, but like, but, but like, what if, what, if, like, somebody, somebody in a, in a bigger hardcore band about like 10 or 15 years ago, about like 10 years ago, um, told me that they were touring with Madball okay. and were, had, over, had like witnessed their process where they were listening to like, classic rock albums like Led Zeppelin and 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 um things like maybe even the Eagles I don't fucking know but like things like that like where they're like oh dude they were like sounding out riffs from some of those bands and incorporating them into Madball songwriting and I'm like <laughs> cool. I'm like no no way and then <laughs> and now when I listen to Madball I I can't unthink that that like oh dude what if Hoyo was totally listening to like some like fucking Motown <laughs> or classic rock when he wrote this song you know like um that's cool. and 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 potentially there's grooves that Madball does where you're like, oh, what if they were listening to like some R&B when they were like the songwriting process for this? You know, that's cool. That, hell like, yeah, dude. Man. <laughs> because yeah, that that's easily something that like I don't know. Like there's it's funny. Like in like I take a lot of influences from like a lot of 2006 bands just because like, I'm still like a scene kid and all that. But like, um, but like, it's funny, like we've played with this band and they're like a, a local band from up here, but they're fucking amazing. I don't, if you, I don't know if you've heard of them, but the licks, like they're, a course, fucking, yeah. they're yeah, exactly. They're, they're an yeah. amazing band. And like, they are. yeah. And we've been able to play with them twice, which is kind of weird that, we've played with them but like it works and they're such cool fucking dudes and like in like one of the newer songs i've written the not recorded one like i like took like like almost like a like an idea that i feel like they would have had and like almost threw it into a song and it's it's funny just because it's like they're like an indie it's super soft and like we're not and like it's just cool that you like exactly what you said like, you can pull from anywhere and it could fit and it could be cool so like the, i wanted to yeah. um i was looking forward to seeing robert from reclaim playing drums with the licks because the last time i saw him i got to ask him like how that tour went 
Yeah. But I didn't get to like actually see him play with the licks. Like, yeah. It's and then good, I, and then dude. and then I haven't even seen like he bought a Ludwig kit, right? Uh, he well the one like a baby he... blue Ludwig drum set. Is that his? Or? No, uh, no, I don't. As if maybe he ha- if he has one, then I definitely don't know because I know he. Oh, his. I think it's a Mapex. It's a black yes. Mapex. I don't know which yes. one it is though. Yeah. So some some like of the latest photos that I saw of them playing live, like I'd see Robert behind this like baby blue Ludwig, and I'm like, oh shit! Like he bought a Ludwig too. Like hell yeah! Like, um, oh, if, if that is his kit, I'm, I'm I was assuming it was, but I don't know. I, you know what honestly he has a shit ton of drums so i, I as far as i know so i <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt that he has it <laughs> yeah dude like i you're you still have your kit set up in your bedroom right yep yeah it's right here and that's man that's like the where we live like well one <clears throat> we don't have the soundproofing yeah um more so we don't have the space oh okay. the, if we had the comfortable space to set up my kit yeah. I would use um I'd invest in those like those symbols that you have, those quiet symbols. Oh, they're so and, sweet, um, dude. Yeah. And then I'd I'd just use my like rubber drum pads to like get by. But yeah. um when when we were part of that group text for us to like start doing the re- redo the crowbars up song, yeah. I still haven't listened to them since that day. I had been meaning to like go back and listen to them. But like I just remember how much fucking fun it was playing drums to those songs. Oh, and dude, I was like, seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing if you guys do, if because I know it's probably going to be re-recorded with um with programmed drums, which I I have a feeling we can make them sound like organic. Like we can make them sound like where where people would just assume that there was live drums on the recording. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need to track that DS13 cover. Yes. Oh fuck. I yeah. totally forgot yeah. about that. I think that would be cool. Cause we covered that song before they even reunited. And then a year later they did their reunion tour. You know, they're from Sweden. So like they did that, that U S tour and it was like, Oh shit. I never thought this band would have gotten back together, but what was the coincidence? What the heck, how random that we covered them like a year prior to that, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's insane. So I think it would be super cool. Like I remember uh, Danny, either you or Danny, um, when we added them on Instagram, yeah, uh, tagging them and them like liking it and commenting, like like a live version of the of the song "Lie" that we had covered. Oh, so they, yeah. oh they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah, and then what? I think since then we've deleted like a lot of those posts or yeah. whoever runs the crowbars up, um, Instagram. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I absolutely recall them like commenting like with perhaps like a heart emoji or something like that like yeah oh what the fuck yeah. i dude that's so yeah. sick i didn't know oh dude see now now i hope i hope we i hope we do those I, I those songs were so much fun and being able to be like a vocalist is fucking weird and it was so i loved doing that i miss doing that so much you you were definitely like natural with it um you know the funny thing is like for me i was Crowbars up for me was a reason to pick up my chops, like playing drums. Yeah. And then in the years since like being in Noble Bones, I got to a point where I was like super confident as a drummer. Hell and, uh, yeah. And like, and it kind of sucks that I never got to go back and like just pay, play some fast ass thrashy hardcore punk and like, you know, like, uh, cause that was what was fun about those songs where there was like so many different elements of like, 
traditional old school punk, but straight up like youth crew hardcore and like, yep. and, and even like um, the way Baby Volch plays, he has like a motorhead ACDC style with his like <laughs> riffs, you know? So there was like that kind of like rock influence to it that like perhaps like a, like a, like a, Europe, like a Swedish D beat style, you know, or, or some <laughs> shit that like we would bring into it. But, um, <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Like everything about that band was real, like really unique. Like I felt like unique and it was cool. And like, I'm so bummed we never got up, we never played a show. Like I hope one day we actually can at least one. But like, I, I just want this EP to come out because we have nine songs and 10 including the the ds13 cover i think hmm. holy shit yeah yeah it's i weird. i feel like in the upcoming months maybe there will be we'll have the ability to like physically get together in a room and jam you know like that would be or cool. at least or at least all of us logistically um you know because now we all live in different places like yeah we'll try to try to figure that out um yeah, like last month I had a conversation with one of the members of my old band um and talking about doing a reunion show. Oh um, damn. And that will be interesting if if we do get to I told him like absolutely like I'll fucking get in a room and practice and jam some songs, you know. Hell yeah. Uh but um we'll we'll see what happens. I mean I it's been like, it's been like, uh, I'd say like 10 years since Blood Stand Still has like been active. And then like five years ago, we did like a small little like reunion um, secret set at like a show that we were all at. Um, yeah. I, I remember but, uh, in Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And I have a feeling that like, if we, if it does end up being where we do a reunion show, it'll it'll potentially be something that'll be booked in, in the Antelope Valley or Lancaster area. Cause like all of those dudes, all of those people, all their bands and everything, like there's like generations of, of families that are like, you know, like their kids are in bands now. Yeah. That are, you know, like, like the, like Cole from the downsides and um, all eyes, his, like his dad was the singer of, fed up and like the guitar player of fed up was mark from blood stand still and it's like that <laughs> you know and like because that because mark is like you know i don't know seven or eight years older than i am you know and um so it's just really cool that like there that whole scene in in lancaster palmdale there's like it's real rich with like um with them keeping it going hell yeah that's fucking cool uh, dude yeah Oh, dude, if you like, because like, I've never seen, I've never seen you guys ever. And like, because when I heard about the reunion, I was like, what the fuck? And like, and then like, and so if that happens, I, I, I need to be there because I just want, I, because like, I, because I've seen videos and like seeing you like scream into a mic while playing bass was just fucking, I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's Mike, <laughs> dude. Like, that's so crazy. Like, and like, yeah, like that, that would be so fucking cool to see that. Well, in, in this, um, in this period of this last two months, I think the one cool thing that I had, that I had seen on social media were like people digging up these old flyers and these old tour flyers and these old photos and being like, oh shit, like, 
I totally forgot about that show, you know, or like, oh, like a random tour spot or a random, um, like, I still have connections with several people from that I met from that era of time. And, <laughs> uh, cool. and it's cool sometimes still being tagged in that, you know, yeah, just, despite what I was saying about like my frustrations with social media and me kind of having to take a break from it. Yeah, that's the that's obviously like a positive thing from social media that like, I know that I, I fully still should be present on social media just to participate and like connect with people that I have longstanding relationships with, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Dude, like, I, yeah. honestly, I I, I kind of wish there was like almost like a filter or like a timer you could put on it. You know what I mean? Which is kind of sad, like that we even have that. Like, I have even have that idea. Like, it's like, oh, like you t- plug in like, yo, I only want to be on Instagram for 20 minutes right now. So like, I'm going to plug this in and it will kick <laughs> me off and won't let me on for, until tomorrow or something. And, but like, yeah, dude, or like some sort of filter where it'd be like, like I, I didn't, I don't like how they have updated Instagram to the fact that like, it's not everyone's post in sequential order. So if it was like posted six days ago, it could still pop up. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't give a fuck. Like if I didn't see it, then like it's gone forever. Like, like I don't care if it's topical to the world. Like I just want to know what someone is doing now or something like that. Like, I don't like how that alg- algorithm has changed. I think that they've preserved that with, um with the story feeds. Yes. Yeah. Um, Cause my favorite thing as a creative was watching designers post their process posting like, here's a sketch. And then a few hours later, you'd see them start to build a logo. And then like, they'd start to go fucking post several drafts and ask for feedback and like things like that, that I like very much made a lot of relationships with, with other designers just based on communications and um, like that. Um, But uh, there's one thing I was going to ask. I got off on a tangent. Um, (laughs) uh oh you know the one thing where i've also felt not to be present on social media is i've reconnected with like a lot of friends on verbal phone calls and facetime more so than ever in the last few years and like awesome and that's the thing where i i feel like i feel like there were there was like an influx of people reaching out to me because they were genuinely concerned if if like we were affected with our work, like in the sense of like us working for ourselves, yeah, um, which yeah. is, which is incredibly humbling. And like, that's, and, and then there's been the also like, like the mental checkup where I've, I'm not the best at like reaching out when I see a friend post something that they're going through hard times or struggle. Same but here. what I, what, what I am is when, when I see a friend's phone call, that I haven't talked to in a while, like I'll pick up and just be like, Hey, what's up? You cool? You good? Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I try my best and I, to do that. And like, that's the one thing where I've, I mean, even like you and I having this conversation right now, it's, it's, it's cool that we're, I mean, shit, we've been trying to connect on a podcast for like over a year now. <laughs> Seriously, dude. <laughs> What are you running low on guests and now you fucking finally reached out to me or what? Yeah, dude. I was like, oh man, I'm at the bottom of the barrel, dude. Like I had I have to reach out to Mike. Damn, dude. <laughs> I know I've been wanting to um to chat with your brother about design stuff. I actually talked to him on the phone. I don't know if he told you I talked to him a few weeks ago because yeah. I had a job offer that I turned down that I wanted to 
has to hopefully he like i don't know if he ever connected with them but um, but i had a good talk with him it was cool yeah yeah you know when he told me that he talked to you i was like oh dude that's fucking awesome dude like and like how you just brought up the whole phone conversation like that's such a dead thing which sucks like the one person that i do do that with like like i don't know every now and then especially with this quarantine shit like uh i like riley's the one person that i can talk on the phone with for like a good like hour and a half to two hours and it, it like literally when we hang up we're like like he'll he'll text me or i'll text him and like it'd be like yo we were on the phone for like two hours and it's like <laughs> fuck that's weird and like it's it seems like such a dead format because texting and like 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 social media and all this shit but like no i respect that like like that the 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 phone call is something that i feel like should either be brought back or should come to light even more now but yeah when danny told me that uh he talked to you and i think he got in contact with him and stuff and i feel i i don't know if they stopped messaging him or something but i can't remember but he told me about that and i was like oh that's cool dude just like see if he would need work like giving danny work is just fucking cool yeah and those that that potential employer who should remain nameless um they're (laughs) They're, um, I feel like they kind of fucked Danny over in like he had already had a second interview and then like didn't even get a follow up that like they found someone else or you know whatever it might be and like and then so when I reconnected with them and then reconnected with the marketing coordinator saying like hey I talked to someone I talked to Danny and you know like I, I don't I don't I don't know like I hate I hate to feel I, I was just passing him I, I was throwing him a bone yeah of course. people yeah. like hopefully give you a job but like but a part of me like the the empathetic side of me is like i'm i'm concerned i'm like i want my friend to like if he doesn't get this job i at least want him to be like turned down gracefully and there be like respect not just like fucking crickets and then you wonder oh are they gonna hit me up anytime soon do i get the job or do i not get the job because that's like the shitty feeling you know like I. No, oh yeah um uh but he, I mean, he's an adult. He knows, he knows that. Yeah, but but but, <laughs> but 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 still, I care. You know, like yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. But no, I I remember when all that happened, and then we even knew the person that got hired, and it was just like right. it was literally just like, wait a minute, like I didn't even get told like, yo, you didn't get the job. It, it was just like I had to find out, and it's by chance that we knew the other person. And sure, sure, it, sure. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, dude, that's. Like how you, it's, it's just a shitty way to go about your, your business. Like, it's, well, and it, it, and it was in no way a, a replacement. It was that they have a lot of work and can afford to hire two or three other people to help with that work, you know? And it's like, yeah. and, and, but it's, you know, I don't know, whatever business is business. Exactly. Um, dude. Going back with, with, to Riley, does, um, does Garrett still live with Riley? No, he actually, he actually just moved to Arizona, like two, like a oh. week okay yeah like uh they were living together and then he, and like uh he was just like I, I i don't know why i think he he just he says like i just need i think he was just like i need a change of scenery or something like that i can't remember mm-hmm. i don't know all the details but like yeah he was just like i just need to do this for myself or something like that and like yeah and he moved. I, I i've been thinking about him because i know that he was at his last quarter about to graduate and like mm-hmm. the the type of work, the type of degree he was getting is like, you mean fucking perfect if you find a job working remote. Cause that's like his, 
what he was doing with essentially like coding and like um, web design stuff. It's like he, it's it's ideal for a remote work scenario, but like, it's so hard getting that first gig, you know, getting that first job. And like, and then with all of this happening and him being in his last quarter and not even being able to finish, like, I don't want, I don't mean to air his shit publicly, but like, I, I like, I like meant I've been meaning, maybe I now will have it on my mind to like reach out to him or shoot him a message. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll re-download my Instagram app so I can fucking DM him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And that'll and be the... my reason of getting back on Instagram. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't have his phone number and you don't need to give it to me over this podcast. Oh dude. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to say it right now. Like <laughs> but, <laughs> that's awesome, dude. But yeah, dude, like, um, that's, yeah, I know that's I, I I don't I don't know where I'm going with that one. But like uh Damn, that was uh oh, dude, see now I just lost I just lost what I was about to say. What were we just talking about besides oh just the jaw like the, I don't know, man. I just I just I just dropped my brain, dude. No, I think that's where we're at the we're at the 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 trail end and we can like start another topic of conversation or yeah do or whenever no. whenever whenever you feel that the time is up we can end it whatever you want to do oh yeah i'm just gonna end it okay see you later no but like uh <laughs> no dude like uh it, it it just feels so like i like it's funny like how it started was like we just started talking about all this stuff and then like you were like and then like half an hour or whatever into it you were just like you have any you remember those questions and i was like oh <laughs> fuck like it like and then it's been going this whole time and like i just it's just just been a natural progression which is amazing so i feel like even asking any sort of question just feels like almost out of place <laughs> like it's just like damn dude like um i don't know man like the you know what just because just because like i feel uh let's just I, i'm gonna go to like the the tried and true uh Top five favorite bands go. Oh, damn it, dude. That one's, oh man. <laughs> I know it's hard. Because, well, that one's hard because I just rambled off a bunch of stuff that I've been like listening to on the, on the new. Yeah. That, like, um, oh man. <laughs> okay. Let me. <laughs> Uh, okay. If I, if I said that the bouncing souls was, was one of them, that's probably true. Um, <laughs> let's, let's say that, uh, oh man, have you seen the beastie boys movie yet? No, it's on like Apple TV plus. No. Uh, what is it called? I don't know, but it's the new beastie boys movie that just came out. Um, okay. No, I've, I've heard about it. It's really, really good, and oh yeah, I, I it's awesome. That and that band has such a really cool history of like crossing genres and everything. Um, I'm not gonna say that they're like my in my top five, but let's okay, we'll say that they're maybe we'll say that they're in there for now until yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm scrolling through a list of stuff on playlists. To see. Of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah, dude. I, this question always fucking blows. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, that, like especially, like, dude, I, if I didn't ask you your top five favorite, like, you would you would have, like, rattled them off without even knowing it. And then, but, like, yeah, now I put you on the spot. Maybe, yeah. Um, I I want to say Converge, but I don't know if I want to include them in my top five. Um, because uh, I feel like top fives are like those like bands that have a significant discography. Like, See, I, like if I, I told I, you that, like if I told you that Gulch was one of my top five, they'd be like, "Oh, they're a fucking new band. Like, you can't like them. Like, they're you gotta have like you gotta like a band that has." history in order for them to make the top five right like <laughs> you, you, you know what's funny is that like to me <laughs> like that totally makes sense but if it means that much to you and it, it has already influenced you that much that's insane to know that a band has done that so yeah dude if, if i think okay sorry not to cut you off Go, no it's on. all good no no i was just gonna say like uh if a band like just started yesterday and you're like holy fuck this is the end all be all like dude go for it that's um well that new drain full length that revelation just put out there's uh -huh. stuff on there where i'm like oh man i know five years from now i'm still gonna think this album is awesome damn and, uh, dude. like um his hero's gone well like the you know like you know the family of bands that's like from ashes rise his hero's gone tragedy oh okay like that, yeah that, that like family of bands. um i'd say like his hero is gone is one of them because I find myself listening to that band a lot. Like they're on a they're on an iPod shuffle that like, you know, has like 250 songs on it, and like I'll yeah. skip until I hear one of their songs, and like oh, I listen to awful. it like multiple times a week. And oh, it's been years that I've been doing that. And there's some so so maybe his hero is gone has made the top five. <laughs> Hell um, yeah, dude! So that's is that uh, three or four? That's maybe three or four um i really like there's a hardcore band called holding on okay. that bridge nine put out a fucking record of theirs like 10 years ago or more no more than that um they're another one where i find myself listening to a lot um dude i just got back into bitter end that band from texas hardcore band Deathwish. um and like every time i hear like a couple of their like older records i'm like god this some of these songs are like perfect hardcore songs oh, like damn. Uh, and and you know okay here's what sucks man whenever anyone asks me the top five question i immediately yeah. lump it into like punk or hardcore yeah, and exactly I, and, you know and, and that's where it's like we're like what like what if i said um let me think of a uh what's a like I don't know, like if I said like Black Sabbath was on my top five or like, or if like Led Zeppelin was in my top five or something like that, like, like it's like very well, those, maybe those bands could be, I don't know. Yeah, but, but I, like, I feel like you got to be genre specific with top fives, man. You got to go like <laughs> top five hip hop artists, top five <laughs> fucking punk artists. Dude, and then, it's and then, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it, feel, it feels like that because if I, if you were to ask me that, I'd be like, they would all easily be hardcore bands and then it'd be like but i do like like indie and like like and all this other bullshit and it's like fuck yeah so yeah dude that's like the one of the truest statements on that on the, on the top five 
if every day for the rest of my life I had to listen to um, Sick of It All, Scratch the Surface, or Built to Last, like just those two records, yeah, I, I would be okay with that. If, Damn, if, okay. if, if every day for the rest of my life a song from either of those records came on, I would never say this sucks. So, oh. but do I want to put Sick of It All on my top five? <laughs> 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 you got me man i don't know okay there maybe i rambled off five bands right there see yeah yeah exactly and like and like, <laughs> yeah dude and see exactly but of course like you said like the genre specific and and to me like that i don't know like especially like when you're talking to me that's that's the main thing i only listen to anyways like i like if you were to be like if you were to t- rattle off a bunch of other like genre stuff i'd be like oh yeah definitely that's that would be in my top 20 like like i i wouldn't even know like but like yeah dude that was <laughs> yeah i was um i was really impressed with the new code orange album just because of like well one they're a heavy band and i tend to just listen to them anyways and like yeah but their their newest album there's a lot of like innovative stuff that i think is like bent the limits of what metal and perhaps even industrial are doing right now dude um, yeah and like it's vain, funny. the vein is in that i think vein is a pretty cool band doing that um oh fuck dude that band higher ground their new full length um i fucking hated it when it first came out i was like oh this sounds like jane's addiction or something and oh, then yeah. i like listened to it like three or four times and i'm like this album is really really good oh shit like, i need to listen yeah. to that then i haven't yeah. i haven't even heard it but that's I mean, I guess my ears have been open to like appreciating different sounds. Um, let me ask you a question. Are you familiar with the band Turmoil and an album called The Process Of? I have heard of literally that band and that record, but I've never listened to it said. Okay. Start to finish, every track, flawless hardcore album. I oh, say that that record could be one of my top five, but I don't know if I want to say Terminal is on my top five. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What's okay. Do you have, now that you've probably been thinking of bands to ramble off during my um, mind fuck of a synopsis. <laughs> um, what are your top five, Josh? Ah. Uh see like okay like always number one for me is the chariot like they have just meant so much to me but again like you said that has a lineage like it has a background and everything but uh them like and again mine are all gonna be like hardcore like hardcore or like in that that genre that l like whatever the fuck but uh them i would probably have to say ed gein because i just that, that their record judas ghosts and diesel leaders are is fucking unreal uh but then I, I have a band like the like idiot pilot which is it's i don't know it's like electronic hardcore too but i i don't know you would have to listen to it i love that um, band. so i have like i have like two or three different playlists on just like piling shit on there to like go ahead and listen to or like like i have a playlist called rediscovery and it's like old albums i haven't listened to in a long time i have oh, a playlist cool. that's just called simply called listen move or delete 
and I tend to put <laughs> like new albums in there. So That's like, awesome. um, idiot pilot, uh, should I just take their top 10 stream that, or do you have a specific record that I need to start with? Um, okay. So since you're in, in like heavier, okay. The, the, the record, that, what's your favorite man? Like, uh, the what, record what? it start to finish. It's, it's perfect to me is, uh, uh, strange. We should meet here. It's, it's, okay. I, 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 I do the way it opens, opens up is it's just, it's, it, it I don't know. It, it's from the, the beginning. Say no to more. End, and are they cover a locust song? no 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 i like trust me after i after i like rediscovered the like when i first discovered the locust and i listened to any pilot again i was like there's no fucking way no they didn't cover it i okay, wish got it. Did. okay <laughs> say, say no more about that band other than is there another like specific song or album that i need to include in my listen um uh honestly wolves that's their second record and then they had okay. one come out last year which Blue i Blood. Yeah, it, it it just didn't feel like them, and okay. but yeah, listen to those two. Like strangers should meet here is flawless. Wolves is amazing, also. Which it's crazy is because Wolves was I think on Warner Brothers actually, and uh, which is crazy to think that. But uh, the they didn't like get any PR, so like basically it went almost under, which sucked. But uh, yeah, great great band. But yeah, so it'd be like. The locate no, I mean uh the chariot, Ed Gein, uh Idiot Pilot. Idiot Pilot. Um So let me let me interject. I yeah. list recently listened to the episode you and your brother talking yeah. about stuff. And uh is I set my friends on fire, one of them on your list. It, dude, like it, it it I don't know, because to me, the three records they have, I could put on start to finish and i wouldn't give a fuck like i love those three records well you said a lot of cool things about about the vocalists um lyric writing that yes. now i want to go back and like listen to that band and with different ears and like and read through their lyrics and um uh i recently listened to a podcast episode with um the number 12 looks like you singer that oh. um ray harkins did Dude, yes, it was amazing. I love yes, that very, one. very good, dude. And and I still can't listen to that band, but like, but that, but the fucking beautiful thing is, I respect that. Like, I respect that dude. What he was talking about, what their lyrics are about, and like how they're impacted by like the, his hard life and like things that he went through, and like, and I will forever give them respect for dude, sure. Dude, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm literally in that boat with you. Like, because like. I listened to the new record when it came out and I just could not get into it because I like how it sounded, but I feel like they relied on too much of that, like jazzy, like weird jazzy breakdown stuff. And I was like, dude, you guys are a crazy good band. Like you guys don't need to do that. But then again, that's what they want to do. That's cool. Like, th like, but to me, I just was like, they don't need to do that. It, it just seemed like they had to do it because that's what almost the fans would have wanted because of their past records. And awesome. Yeah, so that's how I felt. But like when I listened to him, I was like, dude, this guy's my best friend. Like I literally felt like I could I could I could message him and be like, yo, you want a podcast? And he'd be like, Yes, like let's do it. And I'd be like, Oh man, like you're in a big band, but like he just seems so human and it was such a it's such a good feeling. Awesome. So like there um on that on that podcast, I just listened to um sam from drain's episode yeah the singer of that band definitely give that 
episode a listen. Okay. Because then I definitely will. Because you'll 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 absolutely like appreciate the dude's like charisma and how like friendly he sounds as an individual and just his experience in life. And like um but uh but then you'll go and listen to their new record and then it might give you a you might listen to it with different ears just because the episode the, the, I don't know like it's it's cool and then another episode worth listening to is the the singer um Justine from a band employed to serve they're like a UK really heavy like hardcore band okay um, and she has like a lot of cool things that she was saying about uh touring and being in a band and working at a record label and stuff like that damn dude yeah then yeah. i'm definitely going to because like i've heard nothing but like crazy like good stuff about drain but like like in my head i haven't ever listened to them and i to me like i don't i i auto i automatically ch- chalk them up to being like a just a hardcore band like a typical hardcore and like i'm not into that like i'm into the more like chaotic like me and him call it us like like weird off the wall shit and like stuff that like you don't no one wants to hear and like <laughs> like, like like in a way like the locust like 90 percent of people would be like that is not music and i'd be like yes it is like it's perfect right but like uh yeah so that that when i when i think of like a hardcore band i'm like dude i'm not gonna want to listen to that at all so but like i'm going to listen to that episode and then play that record just because what what you said because i feel like it could change my mind yeah I like, I I always do that. And especially like in, in this period of time when you might have extra time to like check out new stuff. Yeah. Some of my favorite music podcasts are episodes with a member of a band that I normally wouldn't care about or even want to listen to. And, and I, I find out that like, oh, wow, because this person has such a cool story and experience in life. Now it makes me go and listen to their record and like, and I hear what I like, I like, I'm thinking about what they were saying while I'm listening to their music, and I like really appreciate it more, you know, dude. Yeah. Like, th- yeah. no, th- that makes sense. And, and and what's funny is that, like, like, like it, this whole time, you've brought up Blood Stand Still like once, and then Noble Bones like w- twice. And then, like, to me, like, that's 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 cool because, like, we didn't need to even talk about the bands just in, like because, like. Like I've I've talked to you multiple times and uh, on like like long conversations like mid to long and like and I haven't really gotten to know you and that's that's why I actually did want to talk to you like I wanted to know like everything and then we just went on to, like a million different tangents going everywhere and to me that's exactly what I wanted like yeah I had a bunch of questions but I'm glad I didn't have to look at them like <laughs> yeah. I, yeah it just felt natural and like of course like i would i would want to know like your history of music but like it i, I didn't i didn't need to ask it because like everything you had already been talking about had already like interested me so much that it didn't matter it which was it which is awesome wise man for sure yeah dude like that's so cool like but yeah like i'm definitely gonna have to listen to those podcasts because that just like to know like it's so cool to know that like 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 with you if someone were to listen to this i feel like they'd be like oh dude like i don't even know like if if they don't even know like the bands you played in or anything they're gonna be like i'm just gonna listen to him because he just sounds like a nice dude and i want to hear how he conveys it through his music and and like because if i were listening to this right now i'd be like 
oh dude i'm gonna i need to go throw on bloodstand still just to know (laughs) (laughs) and that's been cool i've i've gone back and listened to those records since i had a recent conversation with one of the members and like um listened to it with different ears and different appreciation for sure um um yeah the the last time so the other band that i haven't mentioned is common war but like i stopped being in that band at the end of 2019 and our record that we worked hard on that came out on on indecision and i uh-huh. was fucking really stoked to like to be on to one be on on vinyl but like i was also on the precious album that indecision put out and oh, so yeah. and then not only that but like the ursula records on indecision and it's like fucking cool of this label that for 20 years i followed and like now my name is uh, is associated with that and so the last time i saw david um i still hadn't gotten a copy of the record and oh, uh man. we got off the plane and um dropped him off at his house and i was like yo dude i know you have the box of the Commonwealth albums like could could i get my copy and he was like oh yeah of course and like i got my record from him and then like a couple days later we were in quarantine <laughs> <laughs> oh shit dude. but but like but yeah but like that's another cool thing where like where i like i'm glad that i have that record is like despite i mean the, you know that not being in that band anymore it's like i'm fucking really proud of those songs and those songs came out great on yeah you know, they did um and and then also like dying for it i'm curious to see what we we had written stuff when we flew up there and like there's you know there's definitely like two maybe three maybe even more songs that we were like kind of laying down and i've talked to to thomas and ricky and like they like just briefly over text in these last couple times i need to reach out to them more but like they're you know they're about to have a baby like within the next couple weeks oh shit i thought they already had it oh damn i didn't know no no yeah and i i definitely need to um need to uh connect with them and but again you know it's it's going back to that whole like when i was describing like I haven't really gotten to take a break from thinking about being in bands Yeah. for the last few years. And I've, what I've done with this time is like put a refresh on my mind of like not really worrying about being in bands or worrying about band talk with other people at this moment, you know? Yeah. Which, yeah. It, yeah. It's, again, like I brought it up, like it's a fr- almost like a freeing thing in a way. Yeah. I had even told, told Mo, before the weekend when recently you know playing the dying for it show it's the last show i played you know and that was in the beginning of march and i like had a conversation with her a week before where i was like excited and relieved where i'm like hey this is the last show i have booked for a while i was like there's nothing being booked there's nothing booked yet like and i'm kind of excited that i don't have to worry about practicing or playing a show right now and then (laughs) and then fucking quarantine happened the week later you know (laughs) and it's and but but the 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 horrible thing was seeing fucking friends bands tours being canceled or going home early and shit like that and like well now no for the first time in history like nobody is playing you know (laughs) exactly yeah and it's so it's also been a weird thing processing that you know yeah oh definitely yeah Dude, that's it, exactly, dude. Like, and and also, like, again, on that Common War record, I bought 
both i i I don't know how many variants there are but i have two of them and it because it's so awesome and i was stoked on it so yes very good job (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah yeah dude uh but yeah Yeah, i uh yeah definitely it was one of them i'd say it's probably been like the most creative bass writing that i've done in a band in like very very long time if not ever you know with Damn. oh hell yeah. with writing bass parts that deviate from the guitar lines but it all works together cohesively in in like in the song you know see like hearing that i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna throw on that record again just to like strictly listen <clears throat> for that because I, I i've been taking a liking to bass a lot more recently just because like for something like i love I, I i i worship at the altar of drums like i love it it's so much fun and like but like something about bass has always had me and I, I always want to play it, but I just can't do it. Like it's just so those strings are so fucking foreign to me. And it's, <laughs> well, like, you're a, you're a drummer. So if you think of bass as a percussive instrument, a yeah. more groove oriented, like don't think of it as like, you need to write riffs on a bass. Think of it like you're playing to the rhythm of a beat and perhaps you'll, it'll be easy to follow along to strum with the kicks on the bass drum and things like that, that like you as a drummer may hear differently than a guitar player picking up a bass. Oh, okay. Badass. Okay, cool. I'll definitely, yeah. I'll, I'll have to keep that in mind. That's fucking cool. Yeah, for sure, man. Dude, that's awesome. Well, like, dude, like, like I, I, I feel like I'm not kidding. Like, I feel like I could easily go like, I I personally want like I feel like this is where I, I think we've been going for like two hours. Um, but like <laughs> I was gonna say like I I definitely want to do at least like a part two just because now like we've talked about like life and all that. Like I I I still want to know like your background and everything and like where what where you started like doing all that stuff and um. But yeah, dude, like this has been super cool. <laughs> dude, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's it's um I can't wait to like fucking hang out again, you know? And um please let's let's try to do a part two next week or something. Um and and I'll and I'll I'll try to stick stick to the script of your questions and not <laughs> deviate from that. Um, no, dude, that, to make it more I, focused, you know. <laughs> but but the thing is, like, no, like, I mean, please, yes, definitely next week for sure. But like, to me, like, I'm I'm glad like it went so many different places. Like, I I I love that. And to me, like, it, it's cool because like I've known you, but I've gotten to know you more, and it's just so it to me that's the coolest part about it. What is it? Are you gonna release this under Foo House or what's what's oh. the podcast? No, that you are releasing stuff actually i started my own it's called uh drive safe text win home just because like oh, it's okay. it, it like i because riley actually said it to danny and i for the like when we like first started being friends he would be like yo text went home and uh and it, to me it was such like a like it's like he i said he we would text him when we get home and it would be like oh okay that's cool but in my head i i thought about it like in like like recently it's like damn that's like a really nice thing to say to someone to be like yo i i just want to know you made it home okay so like it this is just me like trying to like talk to my friends and like just 
do that. So yeah, just drive safe and text went home, man. Awesome, dude. I just subscribed. And so right now you just have the two episodes posted. Correct? Exactly. Yeah. And then, okay. Uh, okay. Awesome. And I have one already ready. That's uh, queued up for next Monday. I think I'm going to do this like every Monday. And uh, so this one will come out two week, like not next Monday, but the Monday after that. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to, um, if you want to record the, the part two, anytime next week or whatever um just uh just hit me up man oh i'm i'm seriously definitely going to because now now that like we've gotten done all this i i want to know like where you started so bad (laughs) (laughs) cool man yeah dude but okay well then i'm gonna uh i'm gonna end the recording and then so we're gonna say like a fake goodbye and then i'm gonna talk to you right after this all right then goodbye 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 (laughs) goodbye craig (laughs) Hello, you have just uh, finished this thing, but you know what? I'm not going to do that because I did it on the last one. And you know what? It just didn't work, you know? But no, that la- that conversation with Mike was so fucking cool. Like, I didn't, I didn't know we were going to go all these places without even talking about music or the music he's done or played or whatever, whatever he's done. And that was, that was amazing. Like I, I, and, but the thing is I'm, definitely going to get him on a part two hopefully this week and uh just like hear like everything that he's done musically because i i truly want to know and i have wanted to know for a while just because of his history in in bloodstand still and with 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 common war and noble bones and everything i want to know if there's been even other projects that he's done that i don't know about and uh yeah but uh mike is such a cool dude and i'm so glad he came on to do this and like it's so funny when i say he can't come it came on here and was to do this it's just like that's one of my friends like i i'm just talking to him but like it's still super cool that he he made the time to just talk to me and it was really cool so thank you mike and i hope uh everyone enjoyed this um stay tuned for the next episode whenever that may be hopefully soon and i love you